Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. My goal of this podcast is to give you tools and awareness you need to thrive in your relationships, feel deeply connected, and find harmony and fulfillment in your relationships and personal life. So I hope you tune in here with me each and every week. I want to talk to you about what a secure relationship actually looks like. And we'll talk about eight major characteristics that securely attached relationships have. And we will talk about something really important to recognize known as interdependence. So if you are wondering and you grew up in some kind of environment where you didn't know what a secure relationship looks like, you didn't have healthy modeling, maybe for you relationships look like two people who are just two ships passing in the night, Or maybe it looked like a lot of chaos, a lot of fighting, a lot of arguing. If you are in a position where you're like, I don't even know what a healthy relationship should look like or what healthy love should be, this is going to be a video for you to really dig into this and start to see some of the characteristics that you can envision for your future if you do the the work to be able to um, essentially heal anything within yourself that's preventing you from having this. Secure relationships have individuals who are interdependent. So if you imagine, for example, we sort of have a continuum on one end of the continuum, there are people who are very codependent, right? So they think I'm going to meet all of your needs. You're going to meet all of mine. I'm going to take care of your feelings. You're going to take care of my feelings. And there's this boundarylessness and there's this expectation. But one of the really big Achilles heels of um, codependency is that there's a lack of communication. There's essentially this assumption that you're responsible for my life and I'm responsible for yours. And that never works long-term. I mean, that always ends up creating resentment, miscommunications, challenges, each person's essentially outsourcing the relationship that they have to themselves. On the flip side, we have something called counterdependency, which is essentially these huge boundaries. There's an individual fear of becoming enmeshed or too close and essentially an unwillingness to budge around this concept or idea of like, we'll meet each other's needs. Instead, it's like, no, 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 I'm going to meet all of my needs. You're going to meet all of your needs. And every now and then we'll come together in small doses for specific things. And that's just another thing that, you know, it it doesn't work long-term. It doesn't create sustained, fulfilling relationships. What we are looking for in healthy, secure relationship attachments is interdependency, which is essentially both. It's that I can have a full relationship to myself and a full sense of self and identity. And my partner in the relationship will have that same full sense of self and identity. And at the same time, we are able to, with our whole selves, come together, connect, look out for each other, be considerate of each other's needs, be considerate of each other's emotions, um, be mindful of each other's boundaries, talk things through, support each other. So there's it's a both, right? It's that we are responsible for ourselves and we can lean on and support one another. And this is something that's really, really important because I find that in a lot of relationships today, we sort of end up in one of those two polarities. And sometimes that's because a lot of the the dating advice and dating culture that's happening nowadays. So in this case specifically, I really want to stress something and I'll go through the other seven things in here, but I really want to stress that when we are in interdependent relationships, Things are not about perfection. It's not that we are always going to nail it for somebody else. We're always going to know exactly what they need. We're always going to know exactly how they're feeling and exactly what to do. We're not going to be perfect. And 
the most important thing about interdependent relationships, and I'll speak as somebody who was very insecurely attached and became securely attached with a, with a good bit of work and healing is one of the things I learned essentially on my journey. Okay. So this is as a, you know, to becoming secure. So this wasn't even in just my romantic relationship. This was in multiple relationships in my life. I learned that the real work in relationships, the real move towards more unconditional love, feeling seen, heard, supported, understood, and vice versa, being able to see, hear, truly support, and understand somebody else is actually in our willingness to communicate. People are going to make mistakes in your life. You're going to have people all the time who let you down, misread something, forget something that's important to you because we're human beings. And because in today's society, there's so much pressure, be it financially, career-wise, you know, how busy everything is. There's so much pressure on everyone's plate coming from so many different directions that nobody's going to have the capacity to be perfect at remembering everything for everybody around them. But what really matters is in those moments of imperfection, in those moments of misunderstanding or forgetfulness or somebody hurting your feelings in some kind of way because they weren't aware about something that was personal to you. It's in those moments, the relationships that will count and will mean so much will be the people that in those moments you can go to and say, hey, we have a misunderstanding or hey, you know what? You might not realize, but the thing you said yesterday that actually really hurt my feelings, that's a sensitive point for me. Can you be more mindful about that in the future? And it's the relationships who respond to that and make the effort not to be perfect, but to make sure that there's progress, right? So it's, this is how we truly build with people. It's not that people are, you know, and and I remember as a fearful avoidant thinking, if people hurt you, just run in the other direction. And something that was really healing and really powerful for me was to realize If people hurt you, we're humans. Nobody's going to be perfect. But what's going to matter is if I go to those people, I communicate to them what hurt me. I ask them to be mindful about that in the future. And they may not be perfect at it, but I can see that they're trying and making the effort. And over time, we have so much progress. And so I just, you know, before I get into some of these other things of what a securely attached relationship looks like, I really want to highlight that securely attached relationships are not between two perfect people. They're interdependent, a sense of a person having a sense of self and this ability to support somebody else. And, you know, in those moments, and they will happen to everybody in those moments of imperfection, the real work, the real bonding, the real depth of relationships is done and comes from us communicating and working through those things together. And that's one of the most beautiful parts about a secure relationship, in my opinion, is that you can get to a point where you can trust the people around you and trust yourself that if there is an issue, it's 99% of the time going to be a solvable problem. And there will be people in your life that may not be able to um, show up in a healthy way, right? But there's something we talk about as well in in PDS in one of our courses. Um, It's called How to Heal Family Relationships. And we talk about how not all relationships in your life are are meant to be level five relationships. So I'm going to go down a rabbit hole for just one more second here, and then I'll tell you some other parts of of secure relationships. But um, what we talk about in this course, I'll put a link for it for free for 14 days as well for for a limited time um, if you want to check it out. But in this course, we talk about how there's five levels of closeness. Okay. Level one is like no contact. Level two is high level contact, maybe once a month, maybe once a quarter. Somebody you're kind of like, you know, friendly with, kind to, but don't really have like a deep bond. Level three, you may speak to somebody on a more regular basis and share more openly and vulnerably. 
Level four, you're speaking to somebody once a week, twice a week, much more regularly, and you're sharing personal things. There's a real connection and bond there. And level five is the closest person to you or closest couple of people to you. You share everything, probably talk every day. Um, And one of the biggest things that hurts us as a person is to get into a position where we are trying to have a level five relationship with somebody who's only capable of doing a level three or a level two. And so, you know, I'm not saying that as we work through things, we hash things out that everybody's even available for that or capable of doing that, but you're going to find out who is, and you want to invest in the relationships where that is possible. I just want to jump in here and let you know that we are doing a 14 day free trial, which means you get access to the personal development school and everything we have going on on the other side for free for 14 days. That means you get access to the four live webinars I do every single week. You can come in, you can ask me questions with your camera on, we can chat. Um, You can leave your camera off if you prefer or type your questions in the chat. There's lots of opportunity to get your questions answered. And on top of that, you get access to all of our different courses. We have over 55 different courses on relationships, communication, boundaries, emotional mastery, guilt and shame, learning your needs, so many different facets that are really important to master our lives and feel really good about our lives going forward. And last but not least, there's also community elements in there. So there's a daily community event, whether it's practicing communication or doing a guided morning routine or a guided reprogramming exercise. We have trained facilitators and coaches who are in there doing that work, showing up to support you on your journey every single day. So I would love to see you on the other side. There's lots of exciting stuff in there. And we have had a 99.7% NPS score, which means we have literally that many people who report being really successful at PDS and wanting to recommend this to others. And it was all done anonymously. So I felt really honored that everybody shared that. So thank you to those of you who did, but yeah, please join me on the other side, come check it out, see if it's a fit for you. I'd love to see you there. couple things about secure relationships that you'll see so far that we covered, interdependent, able to hash things out and work through things, not expecting perfection. Number three <laughs> um, is being able to emotionally regulate. You know, securely attached people, one of the things that happens that is very preventative to big fights, to big arguments, is that securely attached people have less core wounds. And this is something that if you're insecurely attached, you can work on, you can do the work to um, and I'll put the link to for our, our um, 21 ways to reprogram your subconscious mind course. And it, you can check that out all in the, in the 14 day free trial um, that we're just going to run for a little bit here. Um, but that course is something that will allow you to be in a position where like the, the trial will give you access to everything, but the course helps you recondition core wounds if you have them so that you can be emotionally regulated so that you can feel in charge of your feelings. And honestly, that's something that everybody should strive for. Like, it sounds like such a crazy thing to hear when you're insecurely attached. And I know, cause I've been there and I thought that like emotionally regulating sounded like a pipe dream, but truly you can get into a space where you feel really, really in charge of your emotions. Um, another big thing is securely attached people have the capacity to trust. Okay. So we all have like an internal trust baseline. And for some people, this internal trust baseline is, um, fragmented because of a lot of painful past betrayals, but trust, we start with this internal trust baseline for, for everything. Like, you know, you may, if you go to work in the morning, you trust on some level that your coworkers aren't going to like attack you in the workplace, right? Like physically harm you you know, or you trust that, you know, as you're driving to work, people aren't going to try to crash into your car for fun because they feel like it, right? We have this like baseline of trust where we're not worrying about those things or hopefully not worrying about those things. 
And then there's a lot of trust that's earned, right? And we do this, this earning of trust through vetting people, asking the right questions, seeing how people respond to conflict, seeing if they're willing to work through things and grow with us, right? So we have all of these things that are really important. So um, number one, interdependency. Number two, being able to effectively communicate or hash things out. Number three, emotional regulation. Number four, trust. Number five, the ability to have healthy boundaries and to have a sense of self. So it's really important that when we get into relationships, you know, we have this capacity to be like relationships are a really important area of my life, but they are not my entire life. I don't get into a relationship and then stop showing up at work or stop caring about my work or stop caring about, you know, saving my money or, you know, budgeting or stop caring about friendships or family relationships. Like we want to make sure that we are able to have boundaries and have these boundaries protect our sense of selves so that we have this capacity to know that we can show up for things in life outside of relationships, right? A relationship should be a really important area of your life, but there's multiple areas of your life that exist. So um, that's another huge component. And um, the ability to really support one another. Securely attached relationships have two people who care to get to know one another, to empathize with each other, to understand, you know, what somebody's wounds or sensitivities are. And although they're not making that their responsibility to fix or solve, they are going out of their way to be considerate about those things, right? For example, if you're dating somebody, and you know, they have an abandonment wound, you might make sure you're a little more consistent with texting or if they're panicked or afraid of something to, to reassure them. Like we do these things because we know that someone's pain and we care to support them in that. And vulnerability is our next one. So being able to also ask for support overall, right? Being able to have the discussion where when we're feeling afraid or we need reassurance or we need a boundary or whatever it is that we can do that also. So these are major important components of what a securely attached relationship looks like. Um, hopefully that makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you for being here. Thank you for stopping by. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.